Okay, this is episode three of the Almost Naked podcast. This podcast is truly one of the greatest joys of life. I'm so grateful to get to do this. What a blessing. Okay, and what makes this even more special, this could be my favorite episode recorded of all time in podcast history because I'm here with Tish Johnson, the mastermind, married for how many years, Tish? 48. 48 years. What's coming up? You and Bill's wedding anniversary. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> In October, we'll officially be married 48 years, but we met 50 years ago. Holy tits. Yeah. Okay, mom, that's crazy. All right, so mother, I want to bring you on here. This is super special. And you are kind of the light in a lot of people's lives when it comes to relationships. You've coached numerous people through breakups, makeups, meetings, all these beautiful things to ultimately find love. Really? Like you've helped a lot of people find love. And I just want to dive in really quick on this and then I'm going to give it over to you. Okay. So I've had a theory recently. It's controversial. I'm not going to say what it is quite yet. We're going to lean in slowly to this one because I don't want people to turn the pot off. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Okay. I want you to start basically the topic that we're diving into is how to fall in love, how to find love, how to open up your mind to love and have bounty just fly in. Tish has helped me with this so much. Like just have, in our case, we're talking about men and women relationships, hetero relationships. Tish has been married to a man for this many years. So we're going to focus on that. However, it's like masculine and feminine plays the same role. If you are any sort of identify, however you identify, this is still helpful to you. Um, Tish, can yeah, you because, start? Because love is love. So so that that's the whole thing. But I think I think to start with, I just want to say that it's interesting to talk to your generation, and I don't want to separate myself from it, except to say that I did grow up in a time when male female we'll talk about male female right now. Um, relationships were, I think, a little less complicated. I don't want to imply, however, that it's so complicated now that it, that love can't be achieved because nothing could be further from the truth. It can very much be achieved and maybe even to a greater degree than in my time because we had so many stereotypes in my time, whereas in my generation growing up in the 70s, whereas you all now, the advantage you have is a lot of boundaries have been broken down. And so you actually have even maybe more opportunities than I had. But I think that, that the first thing going in is that somehow I get the impression that your generation um, kind of has been a little disparaging to the male counterpart here. And, and, and maybe that's been very confusing to young males because I know a lot of young people, thanks to you and, and my other daughter, exposed me to this fabulous world of your youth. And believe me, they're far more interesting than people in, in my age group. Uh, they're just fabulous. I mean, communicative and open and all that wonderful stuff. I could have a whole podcast on that. So I love your generation, and I, I'm very supportive of them. But I do think there's a little bit of confusion and 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 animosity that... I've been trying to analyze where it's come from. And I could give you an example. Aleve, do you remember some years ago, 
you were working in Silicon Valley. Can I tell this story? Mm-hmm. And leave, and you were working in Silicon Valley, and you asked me to come up. Um, and there was a whole group of young entrepreneurs, they're all females, and uh, they were sitting around a table after a day's work and presentations, and they were just having some kind of off-the-camera talk. And my role was to just sit there and observe. I was not a part of it. And I didn't want to say a word because I didn't want to jeopardize your <laughs> standing in this group, and this was your employer after what all. And what happened is we sat there and all of these young women, bright and this and that, it became a male bashing session. We're just, yeah, completely ripping apart men. Ripping, ripping, ripping. And I was shocked and horrified because mm-hmm. here's young, attractive, bright women. I th- think they'd be talking about the great guys they met they when they were, them. yeah, and when they were going to go out and who they were interested in. And no, it just, and then they fed off of each other. They fed off this. Completely. Completely. And so the long and the short of it was, as time went on, I just kind of sunk more into my chair. And at one point, one of the women said, well... Tish, you know, what do you think? I mean, you've you've been you've lived a long time. You've been, you know, what what are your thoughts? And I was really hesitant. I I, I remember saying, I don't think I should give you my opinion because you're not going to like what you hear. And the room went dead silent. And then they all said, No, we really do want to hear. And I I said, Are you sure? Because to me, I said, I am shocked that you don't appear to like men. And what a tragedy for you, because. Men are great. <laughs> they really are. They're absolutely great. And a lot of women who find themselves in these male bashing uh, little groups need to just take off their gloves and walk away from that. Don't buy into that. Because men are just as fragile, if not more, than we are. Big Mom, you are completely right on that. And I happen to be in a group recently that turned into a male bashing circle diameter radius. And I came to me and I said something very controversial, which was, I believe that men are God's gift to women. Okay. Everyone was very, very upset that I had said that. All right. And in a way I get it. Like I understand why that may sound upsetting at first, but here's the thing. Our role as women, we're strong, we're powerful, we grow children's brains in our tummies. You know, we're really dope Mm -hmm. and we can handle a lot of shit Mm -hmm. and we're strong and we're awesome. And men are just our counterparts. They're perfect. They take care. They have primal instincts that are to protect and they're loving and men are so special. Can I interrupt you there one minute? Because one thing you said... And everything you said, I agree with 100%. I just want to emphasize that men don't have to be perfect. And we have to stop expecting right. them to be. Well, when, when I say perfect, I mean they're perfect in the sense of my experience. Exactly. Like, right. like oh, you're perfect. Like, yeah. I always say you're perfect. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? It's more of a general. Totally. Thing. Totally general. But I, overall, what I'm saying is I've noticed. So I said this statement. Because I've done some experiments lately, you know? Mm-hmm. I We love Pacific Beach. Pacific mm-hmm. Beach to me is just a place to see culture where it's at, at the moment. It's, it's where it's TikTok is alive. It's where yeah. everything's alive. It's young. And yeah. I think going on PB is a youthful experience at where culture's at in terms right. of going out. Right. So I'm out and I'm noticing 
just like you were saying, a lot of women have become defensive and put their boxing gloves up, I feel, at the bar, right? The bar is like a really primal, epic place where you can meet, greet. And so my experience going to the bar in PB is I want to be the most, I want to be a light. I want to be high energy. And how you walk into a bar, exactly. How you walk into a bar is how your night's going to go. So when I walk in, you've heard my theory before. I say hi to five people at least. I don't care who it is. So now the energy shifted towards you. You have kind of control yeah and it's a really special beautiful thing you can kind of own the room and you can own the room when you've said hi to five and people and your, your energy heart. you can own the room when it's your heart that's leading it's authentic it's pure and you're here to have a good time yeah. and you care about humans and i go into the night thinking we're all gigantic babies and adult bodies and all we want is love right and if you start your night that way i guarantee you'll fall in love at least five times. Boys will like you. Girls will like you. Your friend to all. You're here for the community and you're here to make the world better in Pacific Beach, California, most likely at Thrusters. Okay, so here's my thoughts. I see all these girls and a lot of them, the hot girl routine lately has been bitchy. Let's be straight up. The hot girl routine is to be a bitch. I don't know where this bitchy attitude came from. It may have come from TikTok. It may come from Instagram. But hot girls, we're all hot girls. We're all really dope and sexy and awesome but it's been a bitchy has a bitchy undertone and i think that men take that in a really negative way they They don't know how to respond to it and they react in the same way that anyone reacts to someone being a bitch and then it becomes a defensive combative banter that isn't productive or loving or leads to something good i think it leads to maybe like more aggression it leads to yeah, negativity and i think it puts men on the defensive women come out as a bitch men go defensive and the whole thing's ruined well yeah men come women come out as a bitch men come out as idiots and then everybody goes home and feels doesn't and no one hurt. wins and no one wins everybody feels bad about it and so i i just would suggest to young women that are single and out in the world to you know it's something as simple and corny as just put a smile on your face. I mean, I didn't completely just put a smile on your face and be because you know it's frightening for a young man to go up to you. And women expect the world. They expect the guy to show up, approach, yeah, give them a car, everything. give them a house, buy them their drinks. It's like, hey, everything. boys are boys and they're loving, and we need to approach them just as human beings need to approach everyone. We need to be sweet. And the thing is, I think we lean in with love. These men need love. Because when you say, when I change my tone my tone, and I say, men are God's gift to women, all of a sudden it allows the man, I broke through the barrier of anything. It allows love to flow effortlessly. And then it allows the man to come back 10 times sweeter. And love flows back in abundance. It's incredible the response I've gotten when I'm when we're sweet. And you approach. I'm on the team. ARO, always approach. Girls, a lot of girls today have this misconception that sweetness is weakness. And it's not. Sweetness, when you can be sweet and kind, yes, it is confidence. Yes. So, you know, there's a difference between having attitude and and being bitchy. You don't have to be bitchy to have attitude. And attitude is... Sass is part of love. Yeah, and exactly. It's part of the dance. Attitude is having confidence. People love to be around confident people. But that doesn't mean that you have to be aggressive or in your face or bitchy. Confidence is very attractive. And if you truly are really confident, you can be benevolent and kind. What do you think is up with the bitch routine? How do we break that down? Well, bitch routine 
Because I know you, I feel like yeah, you've no. used the, we all use the well, bitch routine. But, okay, but in general, the bitch routine is really insecurity. Uh, insecurity. So, so, you know, it, it's just unnecessary. Just drop it. Just drop it. And, you know, just experiment for yourself. Just try something different. Just go into the next gathering of males and be, you know, be, be friendly. I'm not saying be aggressive, be, be too aggressive. Uh, don't scare them, but be warm, be friendly. You can strike up a conversation. It doesn't always have to come from them. And I've noticed, I mean, even in being, I would say being overly sweet, like really approaching guys and really listening and really being attentive to them. They're shocked by it. And they're going to give it's you back. It's so refreshing to them. And they're all completely alarmed and shocked. So the way to shock and awe is to just, I've noticed, be that way. And to me, I want to flip the script for women in general lately going out. Culture is like, we need to treat men like they are God's gift to women because we love men. And we all want love and boyfriends and a million boyfriends and a whole roster full of beautiful men. So I think the strategy is let's flip it on our heads. And let's flip this on its head and just totally go ARO approach, approach, approach and deliver love because men desperately need it. Yeah. And also as they get older, and I'm not talking about an 18 or 19 year old, I'm talking about a guy 24, 25, 27, you know, they're looking for ethics and morals and qualities in females too. So, you know, keep that in mind. Um, A lot of guys... Young guys have told me that they find women too aggressive sexually. Mm. And that also disturbs them. So I realize that there's a lot of sexual freedom in this generation. And in in so many ways, that's good. But it also, there's a time and a place, okay? Mm. And that's an important part of a relationship. So not flaunting that is also very, very important, it just really That's is. so well said, because this could be your husband. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And, and I can't tell you the really quality young men that I've known since they were in fifth and sixth grade, and now they're 27, 28, and they tell me, Tish, you know, I just really want to meet someone now that I can share my life with, but it seems that, I don't know, I don't want to use the morals maybe, but a lot of the morals are just in the tank. So, you know, I mean, I think stepping back a minute about what Lee said about, um, you know, the rap, the cool rap is for girls to say, you know, guys are horrible and they're idiots and they're stupid and they're losers. You know, that falls back into a lot of this political correctness, BS, excuse me. And that's what it is. And don't buy into it. It's BS. I, I think also part of it, like, Girls get together and really rev each other up. And I see like, you know, I've been in groups where we're like revving each other up and we go out and I think that we act inauthentically and we act inauthentically with ourselves. And I want to just, you know, safeguard against that. Like sweetness wins every time either don't or the, if you're going with the, if you're going with the wrong attitude just don't go out that night just don't go out don't okay go. i have a question because in this topic when i say men are god's gift to women mm-hmm. people often say and i say this is is only meant for some people to understand not everyone needs to get it and it's okay if you don't like it but some people say well i've been hurt so much how could you possibly say that and there's a lot of bad guys out there mm-hmm. Well, there, there are, there always have been, and there always will be. I mean, I had a very good friend that, you know, that there was an old expression in my day that said, you have to kiss a lot of frogs before you find a prince. We're not going to change the world. 
we're out there searching for that person that we can have a connection with. And, and sometimes that search is, you know, it takes a while. But don't judge all guys. There's a prince out there among the frogs. That's just the nature of humanity. And I think that we have to be so careful to not live. We all live through our experience. And everyone acts a certain way based on the way they've been treated. And a lot of these boys and women, you know, they get mistreated at certain times and they live through that lens of, of and the scope. So I think that we have to just understand things happen. People are living, for example, I say a sweet guy when he was young, his mom gave him a strawberry instead of a cherry. And now he thinks he can't get the fruit he wants ever from women or something like that. Right. And that's his experience. Right. But that has nothing to do with you. And we right. understand people are processing stress. And if they're not going to meet you where you want to meet them, you chew it. And then when it tastes bad, you spit it out yeah. no. and you move on. And move it's on. perfectly fine. It has yeah. nothing to do with you. I truly. Guess, I guess here's the last thing I'd like to say. Sitting in a place of judgment. And that's what we're really talking about. Women go in with this prejudged attitude. Puts you in the weakest position personally. You're, you're coming from. Yeah. So just step out of that. Just step, step out. out. Of, yeah, because it's beautiful to have a fresh landscape mm-hmm. to approach. Because let them show that you who they are completely. Leave, you know, one example of a really dear friend of mine who ended up in one of the most beautiful, envious marriages I've ever seen, um, you know, was the one that talked about how many frogs you have to kiss before you find a prince. And she was going out for like the, you know, the hundredth time to a party or something thinking, why am I doing this? Why am I going out? You know, I've just been hurt by so many people and why, why? And she was at her, in her, you know, bathroom putting on mascara and at the same time her tears are pouring down her face and the black mascara is coming down. So she's like, why am I doing this? And I said, Be- you have to wash your face and go out because if you don't, you don't have exposure, you're never going to find that prince. So she did. And I'm not going to say the next day she met that prince, but it was within weeks she just kept going out into the world and kept allowing herself to be exposed, to have exposure to friends and groups of people. And in that, with that opportunity, I mean, with that came this opportunity where she met the greatest guy in the world. And, you know, 40 years later, they have one of the most legendary marriages of all time. So what I'm saying is don't become discouraged and don't take that discouraged, sad face out into the public when you're trying to really put your best foot forward. That is not all the rest of everything going on. That's not your best foot. Yeah, completely. And you know, okay, so you know what's a beautiful thing is I was out last week and a couple girls were sitting at this really fun place. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get too too much exposure out here. But we're sitting at this really fun place and we're kind of talking and like I think some guys were supposed to show up that maybe didn't. I don't know. It was kind of one of these. It kind of turned into a boy bash a little bit. And... I look at the bartender who's this really cute, awesome guy. And I was like, hey. And he was kind of t- like consoling some of the yeah. girls, like brought us like some free stuff or whatever. And I look at him. And I was like, hey, don't you think that men are God's gift to women? And he looks at me, looks at all the girls and all the girls are like, oh, leave. Oh, my God. How can you say that again? We've had yeah. enough of this. And he looks at me. He goes, no, women are God's gift to men. And in that moment, I realized that when you lead forward with love, and I opened the window for him to approach with love and to him for him to make him feel comfortable. And he came back with that. I'm like, that's, that's, that's a beautiful about. man. And that's, that's an opportunity. You give right. them the opportunity to show you their bounty. Right. But they need the opportunity. They need the door you so they can the swing door. open yeah, you the, the garage. Door. And then he just like said the most beautiful thing. And we all were like, everybody <gasps> melts. And we all melted for him yeah. because we gave him the window. 
You know, because right. if I if we were kept talking badly about boys, yeah, he's he not going to say, no. well, women are God's gift to no. men. Of course no. not. But he kind of he had that chance and it really was a beautiful moment. And I think everyone kind of finally realized what I was talking about. Yeah. perfect. Mom, I just appreciate you so much coming on here and like really being a wealth of knowledge and answering all these awesome questions. I know that people are going to want a part two because I've had a lot of friends really want to put questions in that they never got to ask in time. Would you be willing to come back for part two? Oh, I'd love it. And what do you want to dive into? We'll answer questions. And then is there anything particular? Yeah, no, I think that this is a very good start. I think that there's a lot of information here we can share and examples um, that make this very real for people. But I, I want to encourage questions because I think that will open up a better dialogue that relates exactly to people's experience. And that's what they're looking for. Perfect. Okay, guys, sliding with questions. I'm going to post on my Instagram and then I'll do a question link. And let's get this going. This is going to go live Sunday. I'm so excited to share this and get ready. Last hurrah. Tickets are flying. We're so ready. The mechanical bull is ready to go. Let's gas it up. Tish, will you be at the last hurrah? Absolutely. Let's go. Bill Johnson, too. You'll see their dynamic in action. Just magic happening on the mechanical bowl. Bye, everybody. Later.